You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com. How are you, man? Good. How are you doing, Paul? I'm good. Thank you. Nice to see you again. And uh, we welcome all the wrestling card collectors once again. Another rousing episode today. <laughs> yeah, another another month has passed. What's new in the wrestling market card world? Yeah, wrestling that's. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to be doing this on a monthly basis sometime around the first of every month, I think would be a good good thing to do, kind of recap the previous month and what's going on. Yeah, and I looked at, is there stuff to talk about? And I thought, yeah, do this, do this, oh, do this. Do this. You know, the, the hobby now, there's, there's, there. there's always stuff to talk about with this hobby. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, what, what do you got first on your list of things for you this? You know set? what? Let's, you know, the last couple of times we got together, we sort of started each show, each segment with the WCW autographs. We, the, a couple of times ago, we, we did our segment called the, uh, the Elusive Eight. Yeah. And uh, you throw that one away now. Yeah, I can throw it away <laughs> now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Just... because now we know that it's in fact the Notorious Nine or the Non-Inserted Nine or whatever. Yeah. We're calling the extra one. But just to go back, just to bring viewers sort of up to date on where we were. Uh, we had a Booker T autograph that came up for sale. It was uh, one that hadn't been seen in many years. It traded for just over $5,000 US. Uh, shortly thereafter, a new version of a Booker T came out that we got a picture of him signing. Uh, that came online and um, didn't end up selling. And then it kind of disappeared. And we never heard where that card landed. And we thought that was the end of the discussion. But no. No, this is, this is the set that keeps on giving. Uh, <laughs> Mike Enos, one of the Beverly brothers. Uh, <laughs> Did not return his cards to tops, and fortunately, we were able to get a picture of it, and we were able, in short order, to verify that. Yeah, here's another one. So yep. it's number five of the really effing five hard ones to find. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, it went on eBay, and it sold for just eighteen hundred dollars. Uh, as you know, I tried to buy it. <laughs> yep, and, yep. Uh, was unsuccessful. So there's another one to uh, to haunt me for the rest of the time. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so there is now officially 101 inserted into packs, four that are, were a little more common, but weren't inserted into packs. And now we have five, and those five being Hardcore Hack, Mike Enos, the British Bulldog, Booker T, and Ric Flair. Yep, yep, yep. We also, in, during the last couple of weeks, saw uh, someone posted a picture of the Hardcore Hack on Twitter. Stab mm. uh, it in even more to the extent. For you, yeah. Uh, uh, but then we went. Then we discovered that uh, the the one British Bulldog card that we know to exist is actually in the possession of uh, Charles Wright, Little Nate, the WWE um, uh, referee. So uh, I reached out to him and I made him an offer for it, and uh, he said no. And then um, I went back to him and I said, "Well, would you mind letting me know is there a price that you would let that British Bulldog go for? Because mm -hmm. we all know that unfortunately Davy isn't with us anymore, yeah. so he's not going to be able to sign anymore." Correct. Uh, and and. To my knowledge, this was another one of one, just like the Ric Flair. Mm -hmm. Here's the one I'm signing, and that's it. And possibly of the Booker. Again, we don't know for, we're just speculating, but we sure. think that the reason why they're so elusive is because there's only one of them. Um, so I asked Charles, uh, you know, in, in our conversation, what, what it would take. And he said that it was suggested to him that if it was listed on eBay for about 12500 he should reasonably expect about eight to $10,000 for it. Um, so I'm letting anybody else out there, a uh, little, little too steep for me and, uh, you know, uh, 10 grand is still a lot of money in my world. Yep. Um, you know, now if it was flair, we might have a different discussion, but, uh, 
but for the bulldog or, or the Booker T, in, in my opinion, that, that that's a bit high. But that said, I don't have a crystal ball, and 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 God knows. So if there's anybody out there that really wants the British Bulldog card, um, you know, it, it might be gettable. But at least now we have sort of the whereabouts. We know the British Bulldog. Uh, we know about the Booker. That Enos, I expect, was the only one of one, but who knows? And then, of course, there's a flare. And every so often, I'll, I'll tweet out there, hey, if you're the lucky guy that has this flare, you know, let us know. <laughs> exactly. I'd like to know who bought that, because that was years ago that sold on eBay. Well, that's the thing. Like, even on the Mike Enos, I'm sure whatever I would have bid. And it was a fair bit. Um, you know, I still would have lost. Because there, there's people out there that, that you know, to my, I, I, I have 105. Um, you know, to, to my knowledge, I've got the one of the largest collections of, of these autographs. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely got to be a completist that's after this stuff. I, I don't imagine someone would want to spend really big dollars on the final five unless they're in a position like me where they have all the rest of them. Yeah, absolutely. But stay tuned, folks, because a month from now, we could be talking about the uh, the Vanishing Vampiro or something yeah. else. <laughs> I, was, it's gonna make, I, meant, I, I meant to actually text him because I want to talk to him and find out if uh, he has any recollection of that. Yeah, because when, when Enos came up, it was within the day that we saw a picture. And yep. it's quite easy to verify that, yeah, here's another one. You know. I'm actually writing a note down right now to, to, to text him. Right. <clears throat> but I'll, I'll reach so, out to him. So hopefully this concludes over a three-video segment, our discussion of WCW autos, but stay nah, tuned. It's the set that keeps on giving. We'll be, uh, we'll be talking about what? this thing for a while. And we know that there's guys out there that are actively putting the set together today and having a blast doing it. Yep. And the prices are still holding. Just so you know, a Medusa with the keep slamming, mm -hmm. 600 bucks last week. Nice. So they're there. I saw, I saw one for 40, which is as low as I've seen one go in quite some time. But, you know, guys like Super Calo and uh, Tough Tom and these guys that aren't as popular, they're still in the $60, $75 range, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Do you remember Tough Tom? Yeah, of course I do. Oh, do you? I don't. I remember, I remember the entire roster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of well, course. If, 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 if you wouldn't have told me uh, the Beverly Brothers, I might not have remembered Mike Enos. Yeah, I only remember WCW time frame, but uh, then you put, put that together and go, oh, yeah, Beverly Brothers, that's right. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> So yeah, cool. Uh, WCW autographs is still a thing, and uh, I, th I think it's going to be a thing for a long time. Actually. Officially, now. I think it's going to be a quite a while. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, it's going to keep on going. Uh, I, I love it though. I love that there's uh, always uh, new things to be uh, discovered with that those sets. Oh. So next uh, on the agenda, and this is going to be a topic that's going to be huge in the wrestling card hobby, and it, it's it's no surprise. This week we found out that Impact is releasing a set. Yep. And by the looks of things, they're going to sell it on their, their own shop. So it's probably going to be something they're going to manufacture themselves. It's going to be an in-house release, it looks like. Correct. Now, the upcoming AEW cards, we suspect still, and, and it's still nothing's formally uh, uh, confirmed, but we expect that Upper Deck is going to be the manufacturer, and it's going to be a much more widely distributed release that's going to be done like a major product. So my question to you, sir, is I've been in this hobby for a long time, as have you. I have never, ever, in all my years of trading cards, uh, wrestling in particular, heard or have felt such an advanced buzz for a product like I have this AEW stuff. It's, Nor have un I. it's unbelievable uh, the amount of chatter about it, how everyone, and it's, it's not just hardcore wrestling fans because I was curious about this. I started going on just some forums and I was on, um, on a figure forum and these guys were talking about the AEW trading cards. Oh, I might have to start collecting trading cards. Yeah. Because of this. So I, I you know, like, I don't think AEW surpassed WWE yet. Like their hegemony is still in, 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 in good shape, but certainly the AEW product in the last year has changed the landscape of wrestling, but it is set to not decimate, but redefine the wrestling trading card market. I think 
we've had a lot of tops products with WWE, but man, is there a lot of people that are hot on this set that's coming out. But the buzz is so, so high. Do you feel like the buzz might be too high or so high that it, whatever gets released can't live up to it? Product wise, product wise, I'm just wondering like you know, I'm just wondering what's going to happen to it price wise. What's going to happen to guys like me that try and get a lot of it? You know, base sets is that going to be possible? Um, is it going to mirror where tops like tops base set prices and parallel prices and insert prices have, have gone up over the pandemic? And we don't know where we are sort of with with things coming back to normal yet. But certainly there's been talk about the the height having passed, but we know in, in, in wrestling cards that, that still, those, those things are high. And I believe that this AW set is, is going to go gangbusters. Oh, when yeah. it finally comes out, it's going to be huge. And it's not just going to be us. I think it's going to be a lot of people from outside. So my question is, is that, is it because people really dig the A&W, AEW product? Is, are we tired of just having WWE product on cards? We do have indie stuff. We do have you know, other things like that. What are your thoughts on that? I, I, no, I, I agree with you. I think it's something new. It's just different. It's not WWE. It's not tops related stuff. It's not a limited indie release type thing. So that, and that has a smaller market than your traditional trading card market. Yeah. Uh, so this is a big brand. This is a big in your face every week on TV, twice a week, I think, right? Twice a week or three yeah. times a week. Well, uh, on TV, have a TV yeah, and... uh, but it's a big deal. It's, it's truly the number two company out there. Uh, and it's never had an official trading card set. So this is people getting on the ground floor on something new. Um, and I agree with you. I think it's just, this buzz is huge. Like I, I, again, I've never heard or seen anything like this before in the hobby. Uh, hell, I haven't seen anything like this in any other sport either. No, when I was talking to Zan last week, I remember he did a little teaser. Um, we want the AEW cards or they're coming soon. And he got like a thousand views in a day. Now, normally <laughs> on these videos, we don't get a thousand views. Yeah. You know, um, crazy. On, on my site, the unofficial uh, AEW cards the, that came out a couple of years ago, they're being looked at a lot, yeah. right? And that's all just a precursor to the real thing coming out. Yeah. I'm sure. You know? Oh, absolutely. 100%. We're going to be talking about this a lot. And you're going to be talking not just with me, but in all your video episodes. Oh, I'm sure. The topic of AEW cards is going to be the talk of the year. I suspect it'll be the biggest set um, insofar as reception and, and, and just. Uh, we eating it in. Oh, I expect and it to be a complete sellout. Years. I expect it to be a total sellout. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and we're all going to be clamoring. The day it comes out, we're all going to be trying to figure out where we're getting it from and how. And then when stuff starts going on in the secondary market, like I'm just thinking, trying to price it. You asked me earlier, you price slam attacks pretty early. How do you do that? And I said, well, with a grain of salt, obviously. Same thing with the AWs. This could be an entirely different market of cards to what we're used to, right? Base, yep. cards, out, base cards out the pack could be worth a buck already i, I don't know i'm just saying that well yeah, yeah or, or more because or it depends more. on you know i listen to other podcasts like that there's some really good card podcasts out there that talked about uh, the aew and some of them actually have like this, this fantasy booking where they book a uh they, they book if you if you were in charge of product how would you book this product how many i mean how many cards would be in the set you right, get x you amount think? of tag teams you get x amount of this you get x amount of signers da, 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 and what's your price point in the box and i thought it was really well done how they did this and uh, there's a lot of ways this can happen. And it all depends on how they're going to break this stuff down. But if they slap that RC or a rookie type of thing on there, even though we all have a difference of opinions on what can be a rookie and what's not and how we define those things, just putting that, name, that, that logo on there all of a sudden sets it apart. Right. And uh, yeah. if they're allowed to put some kind of a rookie notation on their cards, those cards are going to go for mad money. You're looking what at if they, What if they do like the WCWs and they get everybody to sign? Like everybody, Mark. God, I hope, and for, for me, I hope not. For me, I hope not. No, I really hope not. 
Okay. Because because I want I want something to look forward to in series two and in series three. So they don't blow their wine all in one go. Because, well, because WCW didn't put everybody out in their first series. There's 37 but, autographs. But but yes, okay. But a series like that would be cool. Though. That would something be awesome. That, I would love that. On. You know what I mean? Yes. The way the way WCW did it, and over the course of those three releases, they managed to get everybody or almost everybody. Yeah. Right. I would yeah, love that. Pair, there's going to be parallels. There's going to be relics. There's going to be shirts. There's going to be all that kind of jazz. There, there's, there's an amazing you, opportunity here for Upper Deck, or you know, we assume it's the license. Uh, there's an amazing opportunity here for them to be innovative and do something different and creative with the wrestling product here. Instead of the yeah. same old ring mats, T-shirts, uh, you know, Fully Loaded offered a lot of stuff for WWE product that had, you know, some really cool relic type stuff. Fleer back in the day did some really amazing things too. So that would be awesome if we had stuff like that. And there was a lot that they can go back at and look. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it just because like, wow, this is going to be hot. You know, I've, again, crazy. They've got like uh, um, people to the site. Hey, do you know when the AAW stuff is coming out? It's like, wow. Like people ask. Let's, so, so let's, let's, let's play fantasy here real quick then. Let's assume that uh, it's upper deck uh, and it's going to be a, a generous type of release. Let's yeah, say, yeah. let's call it a, let's even call it, let's dumb it down and say it's a release on the level of the TNA Pacific. Which would be small. Which would be small, okay? Yeah. In the sense that it has, you know, a base set, one level of parallel, uh, a listing of autographs. We can expand on the autographs. I'll be surprised if there's only one level of parallel. I would be surprised too. Yeah. Um, I'd be happy if it, I'd be very happy if it was because then I'd yeah. be able to actually chase parallels, but. Okay, you know what, forget it. Let's even say there's like three levels of parallel, okay? Yeah. All right, say three levels of parallel. We have, so PCs say, go after what? let's say 25 autographs are going to be in this set. Okay. Um, what do you expect a price point to be on a box? You see, now that's where I'm out of my element because I don't normally buy boxes. I buy sets. So I should turn that around to you. I, I have no idea what's, what, what's, what's a box, a hundred bucks. Roughly. When I listen to, uh, you know, shout out to card foundation podcast yeah. is where I heard the, them doing their fantasy booking, which was really, which was really well done. Their, 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 their fantasy booking on the box was really well done. Um, you know, it seemed like the three guys talked about it and uh, about average on each one of them was somewhere between $125, $100 and $125 based on their fantasy booking for a box. And then and then what would that give you? I guess that meant how many packs? Like, you know, basically like two autographs or an autograph and a swatch or like that per box, you right. know, uh, with different levels of, of parallels, uh, things like that. So well, it all depends. That, that, that elusive rare 2016 NS, NXT release was four cards, one autograph per box at 60 bucks a box, yeah, okay. right? Point being is that it's not consistent box to box, release to release what you get. Uh, like for example, if you would have bought a box of fully loaded, you're not getting any base cards in there, right? Nope. So the seating is gonna be different in the pack, et cetera, et cetera. That's why for me, I look at it in terms of, okay, once everything's pulled out, right? Once we broke all the cases and I've got all my base cards, I got all the insert sets, and let's look at these relics. Are they going to be a standard out the out, out the gate, ten to fifteen dollars? Are they going to be more, just based on the demand for them? Like when we go to eBay, two three weeks in, are you going to be able to buy any sort of advanced card for under ten bucks? These are the questions that I'm curious about, and the answer is probably. I, no. I speculate that the AW product, for me personally, I believe that right out the gate, one, it's going to be a high box price no matter what at the gate because pre-sale is going to be ridiculous on it. Uh, if you come in late on this and try to buy a box in the secondary mm -hmm. market, so that you're going to be paying uh, probably double what it was probably originally or triple mm -hmm. what it was uh, when it was first listened to, to distributors and, and dealers. 
Um, that and I think anyways, right? With, with baseball and, and it, it happens all the time anyway. So that's why I'm just yeah. kind of speculating with the line same up thing. The target to get the hobby to put it online to, you know. Yeah, you can't. So, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised as it ends up being a $300, $400, $500 box when it comes right out at the gate because if you're if you come late to the game. And then how is it seated? You know, like for me, it's like, will I be able to buy a master set? Not, 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 not relics or autographs or any of that stuff. Just all the inserts and 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 the master set of whatever it is, 100 or 90 or whatever it is. Sure. Will that be gettable for under 150 bucks? Is the question. And that's high, you know, because you used to that be able high. to buy that. You know, three years ago we were paying 60, 75 dollars for a complete tops master set. Yeah. And it's, it's a different market though now because you know since the pandemic and prices went up. I mean, things are coming down now. I saw I see raw yeah. car raw card prices coming down a little bit across the board uh you know your legendary your legend stuff your hogan side those are still holding value um even though raws raw versions of those cards are coming down too you know yeah. just four or five months ago you know you could spend 600 bucks on a hogan uh card that's now you can get it for like maybe 400 dollars. i was wondering if during the height of all of this when everybody was going and buying like the 85 tops the opichis and the classics and the uh, Fleer 92 Royal Rumbles, all the stuff that could have good picks in it. I was just wondering if when this all finally settled, if we'd have mined the uh, the cards dry, like if we would have bought them all. But <clears throat> it seems like, no, that there, there's stuff turning up all the time. People oh, yeah. are always finding old boxes, you know. God knows we're going to be swimming in impel boxes until we die. You, know, <laughs> never, never you would think, right? Because the, the, running, the running joke, as I, as I tell everybody, and, and Zan talked about it, is that they're still printing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as I said to you earlier, it, it's still the most popular search site on my set. That's, uh, that's incredible to me. And I, I, I want to know why. That. It's crazy. I, I definitely want to know why that's happening. But um, okay, so we're going to be talking about uh, AEW stuff for a long time. And I'm yeah. sure in future episodes, we'll be talking as we get closer to a hopeful release. Um, and then the impact stuff. Let's, let's talk about impact a little bit. Okay, so we know it's going to be it looks like it's going to be an in house set. Uh, they announced, it's funny because they announced after we found out there's going to be an AEW stuff, they announced they're coming out and here they are coming out next week already before AEW cards. <laughs> now, did you notice on that promotional thing that you sent me, um, there was a picture of Moose, but mm -hmm. off to the side, there was a picture of Christian. I saw that. Now, Christian's not an impact guy, is he? Or are all AEW guys impact guys all of a sudden? Uh, that's a good question. Right. Where, where are they on the cross promoting stuff? If Christian exactly. has an impact card, who else has an impact card? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm wondering if that might have been either something that's tied in together or it's just a, a graphical error. I don't know. <laughs> I remember Fleer used to do that. Fleer on their sell sheets used to have pictures of cards that never got made. Oh, yeah. I, I got them right behind me. It's like that. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody else had uh, sent me messages too. They had, um, I have to check it out through Twitter. Someone sent me these messages, these mock ups of art designs of uh, some uh, of all the Fleer stuff, some Fleer stuff, like Championship Clash. And right. it has like little drawings, like, you know, crossed out da, da, da. it's like it looks like it's some it's a, a sheet of mock-up artwork done of things that never got released really that's cool yeah like there's a like a china car like a china you know uh event used card or something like that that was going to be done and well this and, week an ultimate warrior card turned up uh, on twitter that was slated for one wcw release yeah I, I tweeted that too i i, I posted yeah, that i saw that too yeah. and i thought well that's really cool right whoever whoever that so that stuff is there in the vaults of these uh producer these companies that make the stuff yep. you know these things that never saw the light of day it's, it, yeah, it, that, that, it's going to be a big release it reminded know? me of uh that uh that uh, photo cell the cell they used to, to make cards of, of warrior it reminded me years ago there was a gentleman who offered me up all of the nwa going rama stuff he had all the inventory he had all the uncut sheets uh factory sets uh some boxes 
some packs, and he even had um, you know you know thousands and thousands and thousands of singles, uh, and they even had the cells that were used to make the cards. Really. And he offered to me, and I kicked myself in the ass for never buying it. He offered to me all for like $4,000, uh, like, I don't know, 10 years ago it was like that. And I should have bought it. <laughs> I should have bought it. I know you should have. Should have bought it. I should have bought Mike, Mike Enos two weeks ago. Yeah. He had test run sets. He had all that stuff. He was the one that made them available. Uh, he's the one that made those stuff publicly available, the uh, sheets and the test run sets. He was the oh, one. Nice. Right. And uh, I, I found him on Facebook and reached out to him about to get on to discuss it. And he's no longer uh, is interested in those things. He's collecting Japanese cards now, uh, but he was a little reluctant to want to be on and talk about, you know, uh, against right. someone with a, a, fa a face for radio. He said, "Be a good guest for you." I, he'd be great. So I, I'm. Some of these guys have been a little. Uh, I trust me. I've reached out to a lot of people to talk about some old school stuff, uh, and most of them were kind of like, eh, "I'm not really comfortable being on, you know, on camera kind of thing." I'm like, mm -hmm. well, neither am I, dude. <laughs> but here I am doing it. It's just like a Zoom call, right? You're just talking to someone. Yeah, just you and me. The world doesn't see this. No. Yet. <laughs> well, anyways, keeping, keeping up with market news, we talked about AEW coming out and Impact. Um, but, 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 but before we leave the Impact stuff, yeah. I like that it's basically you're buying a pack. Yeah. And every pack has an autograph. Right, you're not buying a box. So you, you'll buy however many packs you want to buy. You buy and, I'll be trying to figure out, okay, how many of these packs do I got to buy to get a set? Yeah, and I want to know how many of the set, and, uh, but right. I do have something coming up here hopefully soon where I can talk to someone who can be giving us all information. Perfect. I put the call in for that and um, waiting to hear back on it. So Awesome. That'll be good. We'll see. What, 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 is, what is the slated date for release? It's a couple weeks, next, right? Next week. Yeah, so the next time you and I get together, we'll be able to go back. Oh, yeah, I think next time we'll be able to talk about it. It shook out. So speaking about stuff that's out so far, you know, just because this is a sort of market update. Yep. Uh, we've been given the the top sort of releases for the year. We know we got Chrome coming out next uh, at the end of the month. Then into July, we're going to have Transcendent, the upper end product. There's also slated. Now these dates are subject to change, so I'm not going to say dates. But also for the rest of the year, there's NXT, Undisputed, Heritage, Women's Division 2021, which is very interesting because we just received uh, Women's Division 2020 from last year, about yep. two weeks ago. And finest, and finest wasn't my favorite set because it didn't have a base set, but it was well received by a lot of people. So, yeah, uh, and then on the flip side of that too. Oh, sorry, is, uh, not finest. Fully loaded was the one without. Fully loaded, set. yes. Fully loaded. Finest, but set. finest had some printing issues. So yeah. finest, uh, from a grading standpoint, finest had a lot of surface issues with them. It had some centering issues going on with it. Yeah. It just the more and more I've been studying about uh, the grading process of these new ones. Now I have my first batch of my ev first batch ever I've ever submitted cards is coming back on Monday. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, but it's not through PSA because that's still going to be in, it's still in like research hell. I yeah. probably won't get it back until the next presidency. But uh, um, I submitted uh, modern stuff, six modern cards I submitted to HGA. Oh, with and, the, color, the guys that do the color. Yes. Ones. So wow. um, I finally got a notification and uh, it's scheduled to be arrive on Monday, tomorrow. We'll post those when they come so we can and, see. And so, and the thing was, I already checked the pop reports on their stuff and I saw all six of my cards because I know they're mine because there's only one of each one that I sent. Okay. They're mine, so I already know what my grades are. And how'd you do? I did well. Good. To Good. me, I, I, I'm happy with my grades. That, that speaks to more people grading modern stuff. You know, like a lot of people think, oh, you shouldn't grade. My, my theory is, is that unless you're going to sell it, don't grade it unless you like the slabs. But correct. You have to look at the economics. Like you can't go to PSA and grade a $10 card. It doesn't make sense. No, and that's, and that's, the, that's why there are 10 million cards backlog because everybody's putting, right. you know, throwing so, out common so cards. That's why 
the grading business, just like everything else, is going to go through a bit of a shifting. You know, not, not that PSA is going to be exceeded as, as the kings or anything, but, you know, these secondary graders and stuff, some are going to move up, some are going to move down, and there's going to be a better sense amongst the different communities, not just wrestling about what one can reasonably expect when they send their card out from a cost point of view, from a time point of view, consistency in the grading, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And again, I'm not a guy to be talking about grading because I don't do any of it, never have. Yeah. But I've, I jumped into it because I want, I have some, I have some, as an alternative. You know, I the, have some vintage stuff that I sent in that I'm waiting for. Like I, I'm the one I'm really waiting to come back is from uh, PSA. I sent in uh, 82 Cosmos, Hogan and, and Flair. Actually, I sent the whole set in. I had all six cars, I sent the whole thing in. Um, but uh, I'm waiting for that to come back. Um, uh, and then uh, for the HGA, I wanted to give it a try and figure it out, you know, price point wise. And I was supposed to have a discussion with the owners like that. Uh, we're going to have them on an episode, but right. again, you know, scheduling post his time those, is hard. Post those two, because I want to see how well they match the color of the. Of yeah. The uh, well, you have very, when I submitted mine, I didn't have all the variations that they offer now. Now you can do custom labels and all these different kinds of things. I didn't have those they, as they, options. They were, doing, they were doing the color coding from the beginning, right? Yeah. From the, uh, from the beginning, I had different types of color coding. And so yeah, I selected different ones. Yeah, I, I selected different ones and try, try them out. And then um, uh, and I didn't do any classic stuff. Like, you know, I didn't do any tops or classic or action pack. And um, because those those uh, classic action pack, uh, you know, cards, um, those weren't options in the drop down menu for manufacturers. So I didn't know how to submit okay. those. Now I was like, oh, well, you could still submit them. Just cross out the name and then put the name you know, on a piece of paper. And I'm like, okay, I guess I could get my next one. But I want to see these ones first. Right. Because um, I have some things I still want to send them based on how I like these ones coming out. So we'll see. Yeah. But I, I'm interested uh, tomorrow. I'm hoping to maybe do a video on uh, opening those up and check them out. Yeah. So and that's going to be another discussion. You know, you guys have talked about it, especially on the ones Worlds Collide about, you know, grading and, and, and modern product. And yeah, makes sense. And maybe not with PSA, but this this HDA might might open the door to who knows, at, at least on the HDA side, these are all pop ones. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Well, you know, try and get that population up. You know. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, but, but on the stuff that's coming out this year, just so I don't forget, is Slam Attacks. Slam Attacks is already out. Yeah, it came out last week. Uh, for those that don't know, here in North America, Slam Attacks is put out in the UK. It's a collectible card game. Uh, this is their thirteenth or fourteenth release. I don't know how many people actually play the game, but the cards are hugely popular. And now they're starting to look like regular releases. They have autograph cards. They have online exclusives. They have relic relics. Cards. All sorts of neat things. There's a Bray, Alexis, uh, double autograph, right? I um, like that, uh, you know, from the cast, uh, this, uh, the taker match like that. I love that. Uh, yeah, the Boneyard match, it's called. Boneyard yeah. match. I, I got to have one. I, Zan talked about it too. He's like, I got to have one. <laughs> friends, our friends in the UK are on top of that. And uh, there's no actual checklist for us yet, Tony. So that's something we might not be able to uh, provide right away. But uh, I, try, I, I have enough work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, those, those are 356 cards, so, you know, yeah. um, but that's out so that people know. Um, all right, the next thing I want to talk to you about is, is something that we've been talking about loosely. Is, is Well, hold on, hold on a second. I want to go back to the releases. Of the releases that are coming out you named, are there any that you particular are looking forward to the most? Well, I'm going to try and get them all, right? Bye. Well, of course, but is there anyone all that right. kind of like really makes you? Well... Let's talk about Transcendent because I haven't bought any Transcendent yet because I haven't been able to afford it. So is this the year that I get a Vince Auto? Is this the year that I actually pony up and get a base set? Maybe. Um, what are base sets going for price-wise? On the Transcendent, it's about 1500 roughly. For a base set? For a base set of 50 cards, I believe it is. And they're not even... They're numbered they're to 50, even, right? Yes, I think so. But they're not, they're not even goats or legends. They're like weird names, you know, yeah. like... 
they're not your A list of, of people. In like last year, they had a John Cena base set, which was a little less money than the regular base set. And uh, I've, I've made a couple of offers on both and I just didn't get them. Um, and I still, the only one really of the autos is Vince because I don't have a Vince auto, although I'd happily buy a Taker or a Stephanie or something like that. If mm -hmm. it's right. Uh, Chrome, I liked what Chrome looked like last year. So I'm excited about that. Um, NXT again, uh, so long as it's a, a manageable release, it's not one of these four cards in, a, in an autograph, which I doubt it'll be. We talked about Heritage before. They're going back to the old uh, baseball design. The that's 80s. the one I, I already put an order in for a case. Yeah, that's going to be a sharp looking card, I think. And then Women's Division 2021. It's not likely they're going to differentiate between this and the Women's Division that just passed. And here we are, Tony, one, two, three, four, five, six, plus the one that just came out seven. So we're talking eight releases uh, by Tops again on the year. And now we're starting to get into that. Okay, slow down, Tops. Yeah, yeah. It was nice during the pandemic when, you know, we're cut, but a half a dozen to me is the right number. Six, every every other months be great. For me, but, uh, you know. Hey, if the market's there and they're selling cards, sure, sure, cranking them out till the cows come home, right? Yeah. And the <laughs> they're they're literally printing money. <laughs> they are, they are, and you know, um, how about you? Is there anyone you mentioned heritage? Heritage, one hundred percent heritage is what I'm looking for. I, I, I like Chrome as well. I'll, right. I'll probably get some of that. Uh, might even get uh, some. Might even get a box of Undisputed, maybe. Um, but heritage is one hundred percent. Uh, I've already placed a, uh, an order for a case, you know, with my guy. I mean, solicitation hasn't even gone out for that yet, but right. um, but I, I'm definitely getting a case of that. It's my first case of wrestling cards since 2004. What if the nuclear attack that is AEW happens in the middle of all of this? I'm still getting that too. Getting a case of that minimum too. I was wondering about that. If the AEW is going to be so popular that they're actually that that tops releases are actually going to feel it. They're, they're going to feel comfortable. You might, you, might, you might be right. You may be, uh, you, I think you're right. I think no, I know you said to me before, from Pop, Top's perspective, the value of the cards doesn't matter to them. Once they print them, they've sold them. Mission yep. accomplished. So it doesn't really matter to them who else is in the market, I suppose. Correct. But, you know, we're the ones, you, I, and our, our, the people in our hobby that are looking at this and wondering to ourselves, hmm, how, what's the real impact going to be? What's the impact? <laughs> true especially with so many top sets i've said it before in 2019 i wasn't happy with with all the releases that came out you'll know because you're yeah. gonna be up to yeah i'm not like, looking forward to that between no yeah, between all the tops and the indie stuff you, it's just ridiculous you know like again i love this hobby i've been doing this for many many years but it gets to be a bit much you know what i mean like because not only am i buying the stuff collecting about the stuff um, um running a site like you are, you know, to try and uh, keep on top of this stuff. And then to talk about it, you know, it's like, uh, you know, eventually enough is enough. Yeah. So I'm hoping that what we've said are the upcoming top releases takes care of us for the calendar year. And there's nothing more than that, but. God, I hope so too. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd be okay if they just, you know, pushed a couple sets off to next year. Well, that's the thing. Like we didn't get the 2020 women's division until a couple of weeks ago. Right. Sure. And even the Chrome was slated for much earlier this year and it's been pushed back, pushed back. So, you know, yeah. and don't forget, they didn't do a road to WrestleMania for the first time this year. And how which is fine. Yeah, well, absolutely fine. Which you know, is, it's, which not is fine. Like we're, it's not like we're hurting for tops wrestling cards. Right. Well, and that line itself, you know, road to WrestleMania itself was like, it was like eh, release anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind if they had like a, if you want a, a card set that's devoted to WrestleMania, I'd rather see that as a subset and another existing set. Yeah, like they've done before many yeah, times. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. did that, you know. So, um, so, so for me, for me, it's Heritage. I, I'm looking forward to Heritage. I like the design. Um, I think it looks like a fun set for me. Uh, and then I, I've, I've got, you know, I think Zan's going in on with me as well. So we're going right. to probably end up doing maybe some box breaks on, on, on 
maybe Instagram or something like that. Uh, but, you know, not, and nothing I'm going to get out of that, I'm going to be keeping for myself, unless it's a Kurt Angle card. There's nothing I'm going to be keeping. So, uh, you know, if you need something like you want to you need a base set like that, hit me up. I'll be happy to take care of you. And, sure. But sure. Uh, I normally, the way, the way I work is I have a few sort of bigger dealers that mm -hmm. know who I am. I've dealt with them for years and years and years and years. And I normally send the word out, hey guys, have you bought this product? And yep. the guy have let me know. And then it's just waiting to see how the seating goes. Sometimes gotcha. I get an email within their first day of breaking yet. No, Paul, I have a master. No problem, Paul, I have a master for you. Okay. And, and generally the pricing for on that stuff, we have a pretty good idea, but we noticed when things shifted last year with the pandemic that all of a sudden, which release was it that it was really difficult to put a set together on from last year? I can't remember, but it was like $80 just for a base set. And oh. don't forget, we're used to paying 10 to $15. Yeah. Might have been, I can't remember which one, but you know, definitely I want to see if that trend holes of the base sets being worth a lot more because we go back in history to the old WCW, WCW sets, yeah, yeah. 15, $20 sets, max, right? So max. why am I paying 50 for yeah. that set today? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something that will get worked out in the wash, I suppose. But in addition to all the talks, in addition yeah. to AEW, in addition to Impact, well, Impact accounts under this umbrella, sure. we have all the indie releases. GCW is getting really uh, prolific with their sets. Um, Who? We know, we know that uh, we know that the uh, podcast guy, the uh, major wrestling podcast guy, oh, yes, yeah. their card set yep. could always punch, uh, and it sold out within a couple hours. We know mm -hmm. Kevin gusted his art cards, his first set, although there was only a few, sold out within minutes. Yep. Uh, you know, so I mean, these, these bad boys. Yeah, and if you don't have these folks, these are. I haven't got mine yet. Up here in Canada, I was the last one. So uh, for my reveals, I got my base set. And then I guess you get two random variants or something like that. So luckily I got a Kurt Angle one, number, uh, I got number four or six. Perfect for you. And then uh, I actually got this one of one, uh, Savage. Nice. So yeah. I'm uh, happy to trade it for a Kurt Angle one of one. You know who you are out there. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it's on its way to me. Maybe it's in the mail coming to me. <laughs> no, I, the one of one's already out there. Well, it's been found already. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually, I commented on it. It's like that. And the guy sent me a message back saying, uh, you know, well, maybe we can work something out. You know, I'm like, okay, well. All I really had to trade for you is a one of one savage that I'd be happy to trade for it. <laughs> well, wait, let's see. Well, let's, let's just see which one I get because maybe I can enter that into the mix for you if need there be. There you go. See? Yeah. Like so, it. yeah. So that set, um, we know that Ignite has uh, just put out another set. Um, you know, so a lot of these indie feds are going to continue cranking out these cards. Um, Game Changer Wrestling, the the Deathmatch guys, they, they've been putting out quite a few. Like Chuck and I were talking the other day. I think there's eight of those that have been released already. Mm hmm. So they're going to continue to be popular as well. Someone posted the NWA power, the animated ones, and said, are these a good buy? And we're like, hell yeah, because yeah. they were limited, limited number. Uh, there was a uh, two, 260 sets, I think. Not even, I don't think. I think it was like 150. Oh, is it less than that? Okay. But then again, you've been you've been looking at this stuff more recently than me, so you're probably right. I, I'm, I'm thinking it was two, 260, but I, you could be right. Yeah. Anyways, point being is that these are done in limited releases. And if you go back and I, I pull some of the indie stuff I bought over the years, I'm very happy that I did, like the IPW set. If you happen to have bought any of the BOLA sets, like those BOLA sets now, the three of them, they're about 100 to 150 per, per set. Yeah, know, per, yeah, they're going for so, crazy money. Yeah, so, uh, and, 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 and the other thing to remember is that you're, you're waiting for that first card of the next big guy, the next Orange Cassidy, the next whoever it might be that's going to redefine the industry. Th that's where, it's in these small independent releases where these cards are going to turn up. Like in my uh, MMW cards, there there's a um, uh, what's his name Tyler uh, Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. His first card. 
in the IPW set, uh, Chuck noticed, hey, there's a Kenny Omega card. I didn't even realize was 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 in there. In the Chikara cards that I just picked up, there's Eddie Kingston, Brody Lee, Brody Lee. There's Claudio, whatever Cesaro. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? You know, and uh, this stuff has got all value. Like, yep. you know what people are paying for the Edge and Christian Japanese cards now? So yep. first first appearance of rookie cards in indie cards, even though they might be uh, not widely released. Look, 82, 83 All-Stars could have been considered an indie set back in the day, right? Yep. Because it wasn't widely released. So add that to the mix of uh, overall wrestling product that we're going to get. Yeah, by the way, that uh, NWA set is a 260 card uh, set print run. I sit corrected. Yeah, yeah, you got, um, could you, have, you have Thunder Rosa in that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch. That's, that's and a it, was, good... it was the first actual NWA uh, release in some time since the one, one drama, right? Since 88. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Some good stuff there. Tons of stuff, guys, to collect from tops, from Upper Deck, presumably, and from some of these people direct. Spend wisely, you know? Don't <laughs> collect think, what think. you love, man. Just collect what you yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you're a speculator, it's like that looking for investments like that, then you really have your homework cut out for you. But if you're just doing it for the for fun, just collect what you love. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Next topic. This is going to be one that uh, I don't want to stir anything up, you know? Oh, I think you want to. No, I don't want to. It's like Zan says, I'm just posing the question. I'm just posing the question. <laughs> I'm just posing the question, you know, as to what is the definition of a card? Not a trading card like you and I have discussed, but mm -hmm. a card, you know? So what's the definition of a card? Well, I'll tell you, according to Webster's and Miriam, <laughs> a card, also known as cardboard, is a piece of thick, stiff, stiff paper on thin pasteboard, in particular one used for writing or printing on. Card. Gotcha. Now, Many moons ago, it was decided that magazines, if they had nine up pictures and they kind of resembled the shape of a card, and it said on the front of the magazine, collect these cards, that we would consider the paper cuts cards. And I resisted for the longest time, but the next thing you know, these things are being slabbed and being graded and then being put for sale. And then my audience is saying, hey, Paul, what about these things? So I bit the bullet and I said, okay, paper cards are cards, fair enough. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Ken Golden declared that stickers are cards. Now, who am I to question Ken Golden? <laughs> right? But he's just a man, Paul. He's just a man. We can man, all question him. <laughs> but you know, like you know, specifically on, on on the Rock Rookie, I was very happy to see on the PSA grade that it said Rock Sticker. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of people are referring it to uh, as the Rock's Rookie Card, and it was mm -hmm. correctly pointed out to me by Rob that, uh, in, in actual fact resembles a card and it's an adhesive that you put on the back for it to stick onto the album. So it's sure. not a piece of stick kind of thing. But I'm, I'm just asking the question. Now, from my perspective, I don't collect stickers, you know, and there's a sharp divide between cards and stickers. And mm -hmm. I'm about to start putting stickers on my price guide as I did for paper because I, I lost that battle. And I fear I might lose the sticker battle. So my, my reason why I mentioned this is to get your opinion. Now, this isn't on trading, because in my opinion, if I pay money for something, if I pay money for a Valentine's card, it's a trading card. If I pay money for a phone card on eBay, I don't have anything to trade with but my dollars, but that's a trade, right? So all of it is a trading card if you have something that I want, but is a sticker a card? Is paper a card, you know? And it's like, what is a rookie? So let me throw that back to you. Do you <laughs> agree with Mr. Golden's assertion that stickers are cards? I agree with what the market dictates. Okay. Now, what is the market? I, I have I have been in that same boat as you, where I have resisted acknowledging uh, paper 
as cards, but I was listing that stuff long before you were deciding to put it on your site too. Yes, just because, just because it said, like you said in the front of the magazine, collect all the trading cards, no cut and trade, whatever. Oh, uh, I, so I was aware when I first published the, the the online guide that they should have been there, but I didn't do it until like last year. Yeah, so I I I've, I've been putting I'm it up like, there you know forever. Like Cartman would say, "Ski you guys, yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not I'm not getting sucked into this. These aren't cards." But it just kept coming back at me from everybody, and I'm like, "Well, that's what has happened to me." So I. I was resistant to even put, um, I was resistant to even go and put uh, collectible card games up there because it wasn't a trading card. It was a CCG TCG, which of course TCG stands for trading card game. So people trade them and people trade them. So, you know, and and you're talking to a guy who specializes in the WWE raw deal games like that, but I never really. And so I included it on the, on the website for a long, long time. Uh, My partner, David does not care for that stuff. He doesn't track it. That's my responsibility. We have, uh, you know, action figure cards. You can cut them out and put them on, you know, and make them in their cards. Um, we have stickers. I've had stickers on the site forever too. I have no problem adding any of that from an informational standpoint. Like you can, we can argue all we want about what the yeah, definition of one is. Start an argument, but just to address, like, for example, on these on these magazines that have nine ups, right? Because they're meant to be taken out and perforated or cut or whatever sure. card size, you know, you can make that argument. But some of these Japanese ones that we've cut out, they're all akimbo on the page. They're not lined up. There's one this way, there's one that way. And sure. people have cut them out, you know, and said, here it is, card. And it's just a piece of paper. Well, a buddy of mine has a million wrestling magazines. I could go back and I can find a, 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 a card-shaped thing of Bruno or, or sure. whatever. And one second, let me see here. It would depend on what's on the back of it too, though. Please excuse our interruption here, folks. Yeah, so I have a few loose pieces of those paper that, not that they don't mean anything to me, because I wouldn't sort of disrespect ones of Bruno San Martino, but it's not anything to me in my book, right? Now, the other day I saw an auction for the complete set of these things, and it was like $10,000 or something like that. I'm like, well, Collectors have embraced them, yep. the, the paper end of it, and it seems like stickers now are are, are going to be considered uh, considered cards. Well, everything is collectible. First off, yeah. everything is collectible. Depend and, and you're going to have certain group of people who are going to well, the trading uh, aspect of it. You can't question. Yeah, so you're, you're going to have a certain group of people who consistently like to go ahead and if they have an investment in something like this, they're going right. to want to shove it down the collectible mar- uh, market's throat that this is uh, this is worth something and it's sure. worth something and it's worth something and it's worth something. Look at me, it's worth something. Yeah, and that's, that's just right. kind of how it really starts. Sure. Um, and I get that, I understand. You wanna protect your investment uh, uh, or create some sort of value to your investment anyways. Um, I'm, I'm from, from my website for WTC, I, I have no issues whatsoever of adding these things uh, on as a checklist of site. I've had resistance to putting Valentine's Day cards. I don't, me personally, my personal opinion is they're not trading cards. Don't care. They're not trading cards. That's my opinion. But if, the, if people are saying they want to collect them and somebody wants to supply me the information for it with an official checklist, I'll be happy to add them to the website. So I, if it serves a greater purpose of letting people know what's available to collect, in a trading card type of environment, by all means. But then right. it, we have to figure out where does it stop? Do we do we add but coins? Last, do we add like, coins? You know those WCW, the unofficial WCWs that came out last year? Sure. 
they're great. There's a beautiful set, limited edition, but they're actually hard plastic, like a foam yeah. card kind of. Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not actually corrugate paper, right? But it's a card. It's traded. Sure. Right? My 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 drop off point is a sticker is a sticker. You know, peel, stick, stick. Right. Yep. Sticker. But Golden says stickers are cards. Well, if A equals B and B equals C, then then A equals C. So now you know. <laughs> am I going to go back and try and figure out all the sticker sets out there? No, because there no. are actually people that just do stickers. And and and, I, and I'm looking forward to those people. If there's people out there who listen to this uh, and and are sticker collectors, by all means, send us the email with all the information yeah. for checklist, and I'll be happy to archive that for you for, I, I for other collectors. I, I did do the Valentine's Day stuff. I called it novelty cards, sure. stuff like phone cards, Valentine's, stuff that you see out there and you might be wondering, what is this? And it's yeah. not a regular tops release, but at least we can say, oh, it's, it's, it's this. It came from, uh, for, from, from this manufacturer. Anyway, now, but, now, now, do I need to go like, like David? Eventually, eventually David. You know, paper is cards, stickers is cards. Eventually, Cadorda is going to say figures are cards. You know, like, where's it going to end? Yeah. Uh, David had gone, you know, has been so resistant against, uh, you know, a lot of these different, you know, subs categories of cards kind of thing. Uh, and I get it. I totally, uh, we agree on some things. We disagree on other things, which is fine. Uh, one of the things that I did with the site when we, uh, when it launched, it should be any minute now, I hope, <laughs> um, is that uh, there's no categories anymore now. I didn't separate Japanese from stickers, from CCG, from action figure. I didn't do that. It's just all under the years. I looked right. at the you know, you know, Beckett. I looked at your site. Nobody else has these things separated out. It's just listed by year and you will figure out, you know, look at what you want. Yeah. Now I can, I, I can search my site because our sites are different in the sense that your, 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 your price guide stuff is all on, off on a spreadsheet, you know, on like a Google drive or something like that, whatever it is. Yeah, so if I were to do a search on your site and look for like, you know, uh, John Cena, I can't pull up all the John Cena cards on my site. You can. Right. So if I wanted to go and do a John Cena search, it'll pull up everything that John Cena has mentioned in a set. So whether it be a sticker, a Valentine's Day, a card game, doesn't matter what it is, it'll be on there and you can know. So as long as there's somebody out there who is a CCG, uh, a Slam Attacks, you know, uh, expert, send us information, I'll be happy to archive it. If you're a sticker collector, if you're a Valentine's Day card collector, you know, as long as it's something in the realm of a trading card area, I'll be, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know where we draw the line. Do I do the, the collectible coins? Do I do? I, I would say that stickers are in the realm of trading cards. No problem sure. with that. Sure. I, I, I would consider them in the realm of trading cards as well, too. But in my opinion, they're not cards. Yeah, that's why they're called stickers. <laughs> Next. <Yeah. laughs> is, uh, here's one for everyone out there. Is the WWE for sale? I've been hearing a lot of rumors all of a sudden with them cleaning house. Same here. Go, um, you know, and reading... A lot, a lot of crap online that. Uh, as a, as a, uh, a, a multiple shareholder myself in the company, I like to know. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's been talk about NBC Universal since the deal they yeah. did with, with Peacock. You know, we know that Vince is a rich man, but Sharif Khan is. But, a but, but, but people, I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the the sale of the network was a temporary sale for five years, not permanent. I don't know the specifics. I think it's a five-year sale. Thoughts, my thoughts on that is that I highly doubt that Vince is going to sell the WWE. And I remember- I, what, what are your reasons why? I remember that years ago he, when he was interviewed, and it came out recently that when Vince has to call it a day, he's not the kind of guy that can be replaced because you need five guys to do what he does. Yeah. But I remember him saying that what he told his kids, which I think would include, include Triple H, um, was that all he wants to do is provide opportunity for them. And he's the kind of guy I think that would rather see them make their way than to just drop a bag of money on them. I think that that's been 
he's been that kind of guy. And I think that's what he's instilled in Stephanie and Shane and Triple H isn't a sit around kind of guy. Yeah, but don't, don't you think that uh, any type of uh, sale uh, would include some sort of, uh, listen, uh, you're buying the company, but part of that company is you have to take these people to help run that company because this is what, you know. Again, there's so many, so much. So many different variables in there. I just wanted to throw out there that, hey, there, there's 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 a rumor out there that it might be for sale. And I think that's just what it is. I, I would be very surprised. You know, people are talking about what the product has been like lately and comparing sure. you and, uh, you know, well, and, and, you're, you're, and then you're, you know, you're cutting costs with like, you know, getting rid of big time contracts like Braun Strowman, so like that, everything, you know, but trying to interesting thing. Like I, I read that AEW has a $45 million TV deal. Now, the fact that they're at Daly's place every week and they're not having to go on the road as Vince hasn't gone on the road that has kept his costs lower. So whilst they don't have the same top line, um, their bottom line is somewhat is, oh, they're is, still, but they're, they're still probably as, as again as a shareholder i get to see these kind of things where i go i can log into my account but is, a, is aew profitable i would say yes because i say yes too because he's got 45 million dollars coming in he doesn't have that yet in in a in a in a, a performance payroll yet so eventually you know maybe as they spread out but i think that what vince saves not going on the road um you know he he the gate that he misses is saved by the money that he's bringing not having to spend so sure it's going to be interesting to see where that goes, but I would be very surprised after so many years if all of a sudden uh, Vince decides to sell. I, I and I hope somebody can correct me if I'm wrong again. It's like that in, in the comments on this video. It'd be a, you know, I, I think that NBC deal is like that from Peacock was a five-year, one billion dollar deal. I think. Well, that would certainly get the the the, the, the chatter started, right? Because yeah. you know NBC Universal would be, would be one of those companies that could afford to buy WWE. Sure, sure. As uh, as could as as could Mr. Khan. Sure. And vice versa. As I, as I said earlier, Vince McMahon is a rich man, but Sharif Khan is a very rich man. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's a notable difference in their net worth. So it's, uh, and that's the thing with AEW. Like, you know, they, they have the funding to go even deeper into wrestler contracts if they wanted to. You know what I mean? Well, they, very, they very, very reminiscent to the 90s WCW. Yeah, they can afford to invest in their business if they, if they want to do something. I don't think cash is going to be an issue for them. It's no. just the, it's, again, it's, this is uh, this is WCW Ted Turner 2.0. Exactly. And they're going to make so much money on the wrestling cards that that alone is going to keep them. That's going to keep them afloat forever. <laughs> Just put on an annual set every year. We're only put one autograph in every set. So I guess you have to come back for the next 45 years and collect them all. <laughs> well, you got anything else for us, Tony? No, no. I think uh, the market is, is, is still hot as can be. It's, uh, you know, I think price levels are kind of a little bit teetering down. You would know more than I would. It's like that. But I, but I think things are kind of coming down and, Things are still kind of going up. I mean, I, it's it's, it's a crazy market. The, we're still in the middle of something. Hey, would you mind if I give a quick shout out before we absolutely uh, call give it? all the shout outs you want? Yeah, I, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, a dude by the name of uh, Hal Haney. And uh, Hal Haney, for those who don't know, is a wrestling artist, and he's on Twitter and he's line online, and he does some fantastic wrestling art. And uh, here's my story with Hal. I bought myself a Hulk Hogan rug that I'm sitting on top of right now, um, from from out east some months ago. And it came and I, I laid it out. I'm like, this looks beautiful. I love it. And I took a picture. I put it on Twitter and Hal said, very nice, but this is my artwork. And I just went from here to here. I'm like, oh my God, this guy ripped this guy off. Right. So I felt so bad that I had this rug that was a contraband rug. Right. And then on Twitter, it came out that, oh, look, here's a beach towel that someone else has done. And Hal was like that not my product either you know so what these guys are doing is they're taking his artwork taking off his watermark and manufacturing in east this product because i remember it was very easy to get a hold of uh paypal and no no problem so i uh 
I felt so bad that I reached out to Hal and I said, listen, man, I don't feel right about this, you know, and I wanted to work something out with him because mm. I have to look at this thing every day and I like it. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't feel bad about it. But God bless Hal Haney. He said, well, you know what, dude, enjoy your rug. And I thought that was the greatest thing. He, 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 he completely gave me authority that, you know what, I don't want anything from you. And I was quite prepared to do that. You know, I some what kind of, what kind of artwork does he do? Like, does he do canvases or, uh, I mean, well, what this is he... all, you know, I hang on, let's, I don't know if this is going to work. Can, can you well, see I... that? Yeah. Oh, I've seen I've seen his work. Yeah, that's this is the rug. I don't know if it's turning yeah. out, but yeah, I see it. Great this is. Didn't you know? he just do one? Didn't he just do one of Stone Cold? Fifty Shades yeah, of Stone Cold. He's the, he's the one of Savage. Yeah. And uh, you know, to, to Hal Haney, I just want to say thanks again, brother. That was so cool of you. You know, like I had no idea, obviously, that I was buying something where someone had ripped you off. But I am so appreciative that. He so uh, you know what 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 kinds of things can a collector uh, buy from Hal? Uh, I think he does prints. So if you, go to, if you go to uh, at Hal Haney, H-A-N-E-Y art, you'll see some of his prints. And I'm definitely going, someone suggested to me, well, to make the situation right, you should donate some money to a small indie fed or something. And I thought to myself, no, Christmas time, uh, you know, Hal's going to get some business from me. Uh, <laughs> but the funniest part of the story is it doesn't end with that. It doesn't end with Hal saying, no, no problem, brother, enjoy your rug. Last week we had the, uh, uh, the, the pay-per-view. And my buddy comes over, I says, wait till you see what I got for you upstairs. I bring him upstairs and he sees it, he goes, oh, you got a Hal Haney. <laughs> How am I the only guy that's never <laughs> And he knew right away. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks to Hal. And you know what? Since we're doing shout outs, just again, Anthony Havlock, Havlovic, Husker Hav, we haven't got him on any of these podcasts yet. And he hasn't been sort of the community, but just so everybody knows that he's out there. And he, like you, is redoing his site soon. Yeah. Husker Habs Wrestling Cards. He's been there. He's been the stalwart for all of us throughout. If you need one of this or one of that, and here's something from China and Russia. Um, and again, I know he's, uh, the timing hasn't worked out for him. Yeah. So you next. Try. We're, we're, we're going to do it. It's just when he's yeah, available. Sure he will. But just so that he isn't forgotten in all these talks of all of us, um, you know, shout out to Husker Hab, who's still the man in this business. Yeah. And Absolutely. to you, sir. Absolutely. Thanks, as always, for having me on. And of I course. guess next time that we get together, your site will be up. So we'll have uh, that, yep. that's going to be exciting. Uh, we'll have the impact release. So we'll have that to talk about. And yep. probably uh, maybe you'll wear your T-shirt next time. Maybe you wear your T-shirt next time. Well, I didn't want to wear mine because I thought you'd be wearing yours. We can wear them together. We're a team, man. We're a team. I'm wearing the, I'm wearing the Sammy uh, charity T-shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing what I always wear, which is cheap trick. <laughs> but I have it. I got it right here, man. I got it right here. Awesome. Awesome. There'll be more. There'll be more coming. That's all I'm going to say. Those pads. Yep. You never know. So Coffee mugs. Coffee mugs. Baseball condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you. It'd be great. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time, man. I know it's, uh, you know, we've got the time difference here. So I got two or uh, three o'clock there. No, I'm in the afternoon. Perfect today. That's good. All right. All I right. Got a bunch of, I got a bunch of screaming kids in the room now. So I guess it's a good time to go. All right. Good luck with the second. Speak to you soon. You got it, man. Mm -hmm.